You're listening to Unlicensed Therapy with Ari Dude, take, that's what that took is. Took your negative, <laughs> turning into a different negative. Listen, you're not fat, you're do you just look, old. Do you <laughs> look good for a 47-year-old? You look okay. Yeah, thank you. you. Look fine. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true. I do feel... You don't look bad. I agree. Yeah. I agree, but you I'm about look, to get in you don't real look, good shape, But yeah, you don't, you don't look great either. <laughs> but for a guy... I'm with you, dude. I'm with you. I have no problems with For a guy with like... That. Who just had twins? Yeah, you're busy, dude. It is, it is insanity. You're a busy guy. You don't yeah. have that much time to exercise. I, I, I unless uh, you want to sleep, or unless you don't want to sleep. It's very unless, hard to sleep. What time do you wake up on an average day? I mean, lately, I mean, like I had to get up. I mean, <clears throat> with the kids, dude. Depending on what's going on, sometimes I don't go to sleep at all. You really don't go, and they just, dude, nobody tells you about this, but burping is nuts. But doesn't the mom take care of them? Uh, not, yeah, she does a great job, but she needs a break too. Yeah, I guess so. So you got to give her a break, and then like, then we, at night we split them up, and everybody's got to take, you know, because if we, if we kept them together, no one would sleep at all. So you got to kind of, if you can get three hours with a baby, you have crushed it. That's Terry Schiavo coma okay, level. Okay, but overall, now be honest. When I ask you this question, I want yes. you to don't don't give me some Sam Tripley answer. I okay. want a real answer. All right. Should I have kids one day? I love it. I love it, but yeah. I can also understand if somebody doesn't want to have kids. Yeah. Here's a here's a question, man. When do you want to have the good times? Right. Like if you don't have kids, you can do what I did for a long time, up to forty seven, basically live the life of a college kid. Yeah. Or you have kids, and when you're much older, they take care of you. You get to live through, the, you know, some happiness through them, and your genes get passed on. What do you want? It's a good question. That that literally is the I whole question. I don't care about passing on my genes. That, uh, how old are you? Thirty. Yeah. See, you don't care. You don't care. There comes a time where you're like, uh, it's either now or never. But it's like, I, don't, I get sick twice a year. I get the cold. Yeah, that's okay. I, don't think I mean, I you're pass a Jew, so you guys get sick all the time. Yeah, I get twice a year. Yeah, I don't you think I should get pass that on. those weird gene problems. I don't right? think that's something for chosen people. That's that some weird shit, right? Right, right? I think it's because Jews were inbred. Yeah, totally. So are Armenians. You know that we are totally are also inbred. inbred. Yeah, because we don't get along with anybody around. Oh us. yeah. So you're taking Krav Maga. Yeah, dude, love it. But bro. isn't Krav Maga for female Jews? Isn't it a woman self defense? Isn't uh, that what Krav Maga is? No, actually, it's just you know Israeli uh, military. Oh, men and women. And it's take not it. technically even a martial arts. They'll tell you it's not. It's just a fighting system. That's and, what it's called. And it's for men and women. Men and women. But I will tell you. But is it mostly women that no, do it? There, no. There's a, there's a lot of chicks in the class, but it's most, more men. Than and are the most of the chicks Jewish chicks? Nope. Okay. And this isn't like a weird thing you're doing to try and get close to Jews? No. I, I mean, I, I, love I love This is just straight for Krav Maga. But there's no ulterior motive here to taking this class. Like, why would I want to get close to Jews? I, that's what I'm like, asking. what are the benefits? I don't I care don't about Hollywood, so outside of that, why would I give a fuck? I don't know. You know? I'm just trying to understand why. My favorite Jew's no longer with us, Mitzi Shore. So who, what, uh, Dana's Jewish. Wait, is Mitzi Jew actually your favorite Jew? She's my, probably my favorite Jew. Did you guys, were you guys close? Yeah, I mean, towards the end, I never saw Obviously, her because she was yeah, at home. But yeah, I loved her, man. Okay, so funny, she gets I, kind of like a mixed rap. Some no, no, no. Here's the thing about people. Mitzi: everybody loves her, but huh. they're frustrated. They can get frustrated with her, and which okay. is understandable because there's only so many spots to put out. There, you know oh, what I'm saying? So they get frustrated with her on a Booker level, just like I'm yeah, a comic. Why am I not spots. getting booked? Yeah, sure. right. But at the end of the day, you because she to me was the last of the great art. There's mm -hmm. like art's gone. I th I mean not that and that, that's not like oh, comedy. Style. It's not that at all. But it's just like she represented the last time a business was ran for mm -hmm. the sake of art, 
and not so much the sake of running a successful business. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, she didn't care if, hey, this is going to lose you $1,000 a month. I don't care. She goes, I, 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 I'm open. not going to book everybody just for the sake of selling. T- I'm going to book who I think is great. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, you, and it's impossible to do that right now. I heard, now I don't know if this is true. Probably. Um, I heard that back in the day, during like the comedy store lull, maybe the 90s, early 2000s, whenever that period was, yeah. that you were the best comedian at the comedy store and that people would go around saying like, Sam Tripley's the best. Uh, he's, the, maybe. he's the hardest killing guy. Did, is that something you were aware of? I mean, I was, I, you know, I was dealing with a lot of shit. I bombed in Montreal, so I kind of, like, got into my head really bad, and I was just, like, trying to figure out why I couldn't get anything going. You know, I'd get a TV show, get great ratings. I'd go on stand-up. i get things would go great on, like, night late-night talk shows, or I got standing on Comedy Central, and then they never had me back, so it was always a weird thing. So I don't know I about don't know that. about TV. I just heard at the store yeah, in the, the comedy lull. Yeah. That you were the beast. You were the store beast. Oh, Sam Tripoli, he murders. Yeah. That type of thing. I mean, not that you don't now, but, no, I but get what you were saying. like yeah, the back top then, dog. I mean, like I a lot of these guys used to sit in the back and watch. And I, I yeah. was like, okay, dude, that's cool. Learn. And, you know, yeah. So I was pretty good. You know, now, like, I see a lot of stuff as, like, it's kind of funny because, I like, I used to do the Naughty Show. I don't do it anymore because, like. Oh, yeah. Why don't you do that Because, anymore? like, dirty's everywhere. Like, when I started it, you oh, couldn't. Oh, because it's just nobody, not unique. It's just not necessary yeah. anymore. You know, back when I started, like, I couldn't get books in places because I was too dirty. Now I'm too, like, edgy with for some people. I get into those lineups, and it's just like, they're like, oh, you know, it's like, but yeah, maybe. I don't Do know. you think comedy is the more sensitive now than it's ever been? I think it's weird. I think some crowds can definitely go wrong whole lot, and you'd be like, oh, my God, that's so me. I think, I think it all depends on the comics on the lineup and what mm-hmm. audience they bring. If Joey Diaz or Joe Rogan's on the lineup... You can go crazy. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. If yeah, they're yeah. not on a lineup, it's a whole it's different show. It's a little show. more sensitive. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. One hundred. It's all like but, who's but on the lineup. But in comparison, because you've been doing comedy for how long? Tw- uh, about 25 years. 25 years. So in comparison to 20 years ago, yeah. is, would you say audiences are more sensitive and uptight? No. The same? I would say they're, I, th- I think it's a different thing, mm-hmm. right? You could talk about more crazy shit on stage, mm-hmm. but- like back in the day, if you were like dirty or you said the word Jesus, people would flip out. Now I don't think they care about that. Got it. So it's just but, a different. Their sensitivities have changed. But you can go. I think you can go crazier, a little bit. They'll go a little deeper with you mm-hmm. on some shit than before. Are you? Have you started talking about your your kids? On yeah, stage I got yet? a killer ten right now. On your twins? Yeah, I got That's great cool. ten. What about your your podcast? Is all conspiracies, right? There's a lot. Yeah, and. Is was when you first got into that? Was it? Was it? Has it always been serious for you? Was it ever a joke? Was it ever? Oh, people like conspiracies. Like initially, like how do you get into conspiracies? Because you haven't always been into them, right? No, I think I've been into. My dad raised me very young to be super paranoid, and he always said to me, "Don't believe anything you you hear and uh, half of what you see." I always right. believe that. I always say the joke is that you know Santa Claus is the first conspiracy. But when did you become like an you know a conspiracy nerd? Probably in college. In college. In the okay. early 90s. So you've been studying this a long yeah, time. This is, no- Chomsky, this is nothing you know, new. Norm Chomsky and all that stuff. I was totally into that. You know, all that stuff. JFK, uh, the crack epidemic. I was studying that a lot, like how that was just completely CIA. So mm-hmm. I've always been into that. But when, but even, okay, you've always been into it, but it wasn't part of your public persona no 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 until recently i would say the last few years well it's very interesting so uh, i have the date in here but it was like november like it was like no actually it was like the last week in december of 2016 i believe that i started uh tinfoil hat either two yeah 2016 but was there a tipping point with the government or with something in the world that made you go i gotta do this okay so real quick I started this feed with the Naughty Show, right? Mm-hmm. And we did the Naughty Show, and we basically did like 250 episodes of the it. Naughty Show. You did. Podcast. You also did the. What was the one with Randolph? Well, let me get into that. So okay. we started with the Naughty Show, and we did 200. We had the best studio, dude. We had the sweep. Uh, Playboy Radio Studio. They gave it to us. They say we just want to use your content. We mm-hmm. give them the content. It was. I, I'd watch people walk in, going, 
Whoa. So, you know, it was me, Gareth Reynolds, and Vicky Pezza, right? And so, it, you know, we got to a point where we had done – we've interviewed every, like, transsexual, biracial midget out there. there was, we had talked to everybody, there, and we were getting the same description. So – you know, uh, that's when um, Gareth Round started doing the dollop, and like me and Vicky weren't getting along. So I'm kind of like, let's just, we did it. It was fun. Let's end it. So, but I wanted to keep my feed. Right. All your followers that you yeah, built yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like then that. I'm going to be honest with you, like the Naughty Show, the podcast was the funniest thing I've ever done, and nobody listened. Like nobody listened to why everybody else at that time were getting like 100, 150,000. I was getting 5,000. 5, I'm like, what the fuck is this? So so I decided to stop doing that. Then I decided to start doing a rant show, and I was doing rant stuff. And then I'm like, oh, I just kind of want Similar to Polly Shore's random rants? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly like, like that. Man, I'm, I want to do what Polly's doing. That's what I said. And then- uh, So no, then, this was before Polly. Poly, you could say Polly stole random rants. No, 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 no. Polly stole the naughty show. Only kidding. I'm only kidding. <laughs> uh, but um, I- I decided to go, you know, Steve Randall's been a good friend of mine. I'm like, Steve, we should do some, we should do a storytelling show. Mm -hmm. So we started doing a storytelling show. And then just over time, Steve and I had a falling out at the time. And I was you like. You want to talk about it? I mean, we, I mean, like, no, Steve and I talk, Steve and I have okay. made up. It was just good. basically, we had a rule on there. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I think he bro broke the rule. He thinks I broke Wait, the rule. what was the rule? That you don't give out other people's secrets. But I don't want to because I love Stephen. Okay, I don't okay. want this to become I, like I a thing. You, yeah, yeah. I can see you're like, no, yeah, no, we got some good stuff no, going on here. I just was. You said there was a rule. Now I needed to know what yeah, the rule was. Yeah, it was like you don't yeah. give out other people's secrets. Fair enough. That's, That's basically a good rule. it. You yeah. know, you don't tell somebody else's story. They come on. They tell. And it was a great show. We just had a falling out. Sure. So then I, uh, so I have my feet and I'm like, fuck, what do I want to do? And like, I was really getting into Hillary kneecap and Bernie Sanders. Like I was watching it happen in real time. And I was watching some people like Jimmy Dore and Lee Camp and they were breaking it down. Like, dude, exit polls aren't making sense. You know, the federal, federal executive, uh, the federal election board said like uh, um, exit polls that are off by more than 3% is voter fraud. And we were seeing it off by like 13, 14, 15. So I said, you know, I'm going to do a conspiracy podcast. Why not? And then I'm like, what would be the ultimate like NWA, right? Like what's the NWA of conspiracy names? And I go, tinfoil hat. So I'd look for if there was a tinfoil hat. I didn't see any. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do a tinfoil hat. And, uh, so the first guy I got on, because I knew he was in the conspiracy, was my buddy Eddie Bravo, and it just took off from there. So you would say the initial inspiration, though, was Hillary. Yes. Burning Bernie. Yeah, yeah, for sure, 100%. So that, that was the point where you're like, okay, this has to be talked about on a more... So yeah. we did it, and like when it got 15,000 listens, I was like, holy shit, dude, this might People be something. People like this, yeah. yeah. So then we started doing it. Then I started seeing it pop in the top 200. Mm -hmm. And I was like, fuck, man. We're, like, kind of on to something. So, and, like, now we're up to – I just uploaded episode 283. So I've done wow. more of this than any other podcast. What do you – do you do one a week or – I'm now doing two. Two a week, okay. I could do a different show every day and not even scratch the surface. That's good. Because it's a good problem to have. It's it, it yeah. is it's not just like one type of conspiracy. It's not just like yeah, it's geopolitical or just politics. It is like the, like we just did one on voodoo, right? Mm -hmm. Then we did one on the death of Kobe Bryant. So you do all these conspiracy death, for example, death of Kobe Bryant. You do all these different subjects. How many of them? do you believe in? Uh, like, and do you talk about that on your show? Do you go, this is bullshit, but we're going to talk about it? Well, no, no, or, no. I took, a, I took a very, like, uh, I took a certain stance, which is like, when we're on the show, whoever I'm talking to, we're going to, we're going to assume for the next hour or however long it's on the show, what he's saying is real. And right. then you let the listeners decide whether it's so bullshit So on your or show, not. you know, you don't say at all, like, I don't personally believe in no, this No, 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 dude. Yeah. I just did an episode with this guy and we argued uh, Jews. Dominance, mm. dominance, and all that shit. And seventeen. What is that? Basically, like, do are Jews running the world? I don't oh, believe right. that. I believe it's a power structure thing. It's sure. the people at the top. You know, like every religion has mm -hmm. crazy people, right? It's just the difference between Jews and Muslims and Christians is that the crazy Jews have better day jobs. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the right, right. Whereas the Muslims and the Christians are just retards, right? Mm -hmm. Their crazies are crazy. So we have that. I'll, I'll argue with people when I don't agree in those aspects. But for the most part, I'll let them, you know, give people enough rope 
all of them hang themselves. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I because con- conspiracy theorists are like street dogs. They're very, they get beaten all the time. Mm-hmm. So if I'm always like checking them every moment of everything they come out, no one's gonna come on the show. I now get everybody wanting to do my show because I allow them to you give, give them point. a free. A free form. Put it out to, there. Yeah, free and then, form to then talk about when we put it up. It, and so even in the next episode, you don't go, we talked about this last week. I mean, unless so it's You don't like, really give your... But isn't that hard for people listening because they don't know what you believe in and what you don't? They just assume you believe in every conspiracy? Well, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm open-minded to almost all conspiracies. Open-minded, yes. But there's got to be... If you talk about a different conspiracy every day, yeah. there's got to be some where you're like... This is well. I find it really weird when someone's really into one conspiracy and then just completely shoots down another one. Mm -hmm. Not that you, if you believe in one, you have to believe in all. Right. But I'm like, at least be open minded to hearing it because you have this. Let's say 9/11, right? Mm -hmm. 9/11 is an inside job, right? Uh There's people yelling, "9/11 is an inside job," and people are like, "You're an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about." And all these people beating you down. But then let's say we go to flat Earth, which is not my thing. Okay. But you're like, no, fuck flat earth. They're stupid people. Like, oh, you were just doing to right. them what it was being done to you. I'm not saying it's called. It's like, like conspiracies are like um, uh, a black, uh, uh, like a belt system in karate, right? And it's like if you have a black belt in conspiracies, it just simply means that you can hear a conspiracy and not have your head explode and run around like, oh, you're such an idiot, or, or why are you this and why are you that. You know, sure, that makes sense. It's open minded. Sure. You know, it's like you want to come on here and tell me that Michelle Obama's a man. I'm going to listen to it. Yeah. What evidence? Nothing wrong have. with that. Nothing wrong with listening. But I'm, that, that yeah. doesn't mean I'm going to go, yep, you're 100% right. That's not really my point. My point is to take these people who've done a lot of research and let them tell the listeners let them unveil what they their research. In. Yes. Now, but you've had these people come in, and some of them, obviously, in your head, you're thinking, this is a load of cr- shit. You have to if you have a different one. I every mean, time. like I, I, some I, of them. I can control who's the guest. I don't just blindly book anybody. I kind of hear what they're saying. Got so. it. So you only have guests on that you think are really believe in what they're saying and have done research that yeah, aren't, aren't crazy people within a realm. Yeah, right. I mean, like I don't want. I I don't just let anybody fucking come on to say anything they want to come on. Got you it. Know? Okay. But so there's I, some quality I, control here. Yeah, I mean, they'll pitch me their idea if it sounds interesting. Like I'm really into you know. Um, hearing about ancient knowledge, ancient civilizations, the the occult. I like hearing about all that. I love cults. The, yeah, Scientology, for sure. all that. But but the occult, which is the occult, is like dark arts, uh, black magic, all that shit. We mm-hmm. just did one on voodoo. Like I love hearing about that shit. Yeah. I've done all the geopolitics shit. I'll do more, but it can just really. You need a break from it sometimes. Well, because it's like you, if you get lost in the results, meaning that if you're like, we have all this evidence, why isn't this happening? You can go crazy, and that's who you see on the internet going nuts. People are so hooked on like getting the results they want, which is like ultimately what you would want is like you know people who hurt children being taken to jail but now, it doesn't how much um, do you talk about conspiracies on stage at all i do a little bit yeah i mean i th- i thread it in uh-huh because yeah i was gonna say like when you do that to people <laughs> that's my my shitty setup um when you do that do you have to find that line to where people can still listen and know what the, what you're talking about? Like, do you ever say something on stage and you realize, oh, this crowd doesn't know at all what I'm talking about? Yeah, I mean, like, I don't go really deep on everything, but once mm-hmm. in a while, hey, dude, listen, this is my opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm not there to get laugh every two seconds. I don't give a shit about that. You'd rather have uh, a voice. Here's my opinion. Comics break down into two types of people, mm-hmm. clowns and shit talkers. Neither one's better than the other. There's, even though I prefer one over the other in terms of what I enjoy, doesn't mean one's better than the other. Sure. Clowns work more. Fucking uh, uh, shit talkers become legends. Sometimes you're a clown, a shit talker. You know, sometimes you're a shit talking clown. It, de- it depends sure, on what, crossover. what matters. And what comes down to is like what matters more. Clowns just want you to laugh. Shit talkers want to get a laugh talking about what they want to talk about. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not one of these guys that think I have everything that comes out of my mouth has to be funny. And it's actually it. probably hurt my career in the long run. Like I 
I could have a like right now. I'm sure you have people on the show, and like everything comes out of their mouth. It's like laugh a minute, laugh a minute. I, I, that's not me. It's never gonna be me. No, yeah, I don't I'm like gonna, that. I'm not gonna do that. Same thing at the comedy store. Like I don't mind rattling the cage. Some of these young comics, you can just see there's just everything's about getting a laugh. And like sometimes they, I know when I bring them up, they 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 hate when I yell at the crowd and all this shit. And that I just I'm punk rock, dude. I love to fucking mix it up, dude. And I think any emotion is a good emotion whether it's super laughing or getting pissed i'm i'm all for it yeah you rather get something out of these people than nothing than just kind of uh, dude just flat b- line. fucking uh, nothing uh, worse than flatline just fucking uh you know just like pop comedy drives me fucking nuts if i know your act as you're walking up it drives me fucking <laughs> crazy if I already yeah. know what you're going to talk about, and that's why everyone's getting to cookie cutter bullshit, and uh, I just like to mix it up, dude. And I like to talk shit, and I like to go up there, and sometimes I'll talk about shit. Well, I have this joke about uh, my favorite porn star is Jennifer White. And oh I go, yeah, I know her. Yeah, and I'm like, she, she's she was su- on the podcast. Yeah, she's such a savage, right? Yeah. I go, I mean, this chick's crazy. I go, she's fucked more black guys than Bill Clinton's 1994 crime bill, right? Yeah. And have you so- done that joke in front of her? No, but oh yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. She came. I, she has open door to come hang out. Yeah, yeah. And I did it in front of her. And every you know who laughs? Black people. You know who doesn't laugh? White people. Sure. Because they just hear buzzwords. But oh, I'll keep yeah. doing it because I just it, and there's this whole thing right now. It's like I, I write a joke, dude. And I'll be like, could a black comic say this? Could a gay comic say this? Could a chick comic? If any of it's yes, I'm doing the fucking joke. Got it. So you're not doing any of these rules like, well, this person could say it, but I can't. No, I if someone could say it, then I could that. say it. I hate those rules. Well, what about the N-word? I say, I have a joke about Paul Mooney called me I say the joke about it. He Got called it. me the N-word. Wow. Okay, good for you. It's like, dude, it's like, I don't call black people the N-word. I hate the N-word. It's a psyop created you're by- You're brave. Ver- no, you're braver than I thought. Yeah, I mean, my thoughts on- nah, moving right along. My thoughts right on, along. on freedom of speech and saying what you want, it's like, if you have no malicious intent- Yeah. And you're not trying to hurt anyone, then you should be able to say it's it. Like that go, being said, I don't say the N-word because I'm a pussy. Right. And I don't want- well, Yeah, I mean, but, dude, ultimately, like, I'm not like, hey, dude, let's all say the N-word. I'm like, I got, listen- Right, if it I makes get, sense to say you, uh, People ask me how they get picked up- at the comedy store. I told on the Showtime show, we'll see if it makes a cut. How'd you get picked up? Picked up by Mitzi at the comedy oh, store. Right. And the story is that I was doing stand-up somewhere. Paul Mooney called me the N-word. Okay. I thought he hated me. And at the end of the day, he's the reason I'm a regular because he told Mitzi, because people used to try to hijack your, your showcase. He sat next to her and goes, oh, Mitzi, you have to pick him up. He's really fucking funny. That's cool. So if you ask me how I got picked up, it involves me being called the M-word. I've been called the M-word three times in my life, once by Paul Mooney, once crossing the street, and when I have sex in bed. I like being called the M-word in bed. That's who I am. And oh, I'll you, tell. So will you tell women to call oh, you yeah. that? I like to do heat checks on them. A heat check? Heat check. What it's a basketball that? term. When uh-huh. someone's so hot shooting the ball, they'll uh-huh. just shoot the most ridiculous shot to see if they can get to come in. That's a heat check. So in the in the heat of passion, yeah. when you're both feeling good. Yeah. I say call me the M word. Yeah. And some some of them like, yeah. no. Oh, and yeah. Some I was going to ask you what. Say it real quick. Yeah. And it makes so me I was going to, what do you think the percentage of women that will do it? 90. 90. And then the 10% that won't, will they laugh and say no? Or will they, have I'd you say, ever had I'd someone I'd say who, 7% will laugh and say no, and then 3% get super offended. Got it. So 3% will stop the but sex. We'll still, no, we'll still oh, f- we'll keep still, fucking. Got it. Right. But then after they go, I didn't like that. Yeah. I, please dude, don't do that. What's wrong with you? Yeah, please don't do You're that such a, I, Dude, I was banging this big-titted Mexican in my car. She dropped the M-bomb. I nutted right after, and I'm like, well, that's a thing. Now, will you say it to a black woman? Will you ask her to call you in the middle of sex? Yeah. And... They'll probably do it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You're crazy. Dude, now, is that a joke for you, or does that actually turn you on? It does turn me on. I don't know why. Maybe I watched too much interracial porn. I don't know. But it yeah. just, it, I was banging her. She called me the M word. I nutted. And so, now your girlfriend, okay. your current girlfriend, is that you, got, you guys probably have sex once a month or something? Well, no. She's, uh, she just had kids. You can't hit it anymore for a little while. Got it. But, um, so if when you're having sex, she'll do it. That's she did it before, yeah. Wow. You're wild. I like chaos, brother. I love comedy chaos. chaos. I love Wait, it. Is that your? That's the name of your show, right? Yeah, comedy chaos. Yeah. I love it. I love chaos. Oh, here back to the conspiracies. I wanted to ask yeah. you a question about that. So, you know about most conspiracies, probably at this point. I know a lot of them. I wouldn't. It, say I wouldn't, I wouldn't you're not an expert in all of them, but you've heard of them. You have yeah, a base yeah, knowledge yeah, yeah, on yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
what's the one like if you were to try and introduce like a new a new if you were trying to convert someone you know like the first time someone watches anime okay people watch <laughs> there's that one there's that one yeah, famous yeah, yeah, one yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, spirited yeah, yeah, away yeah, yeah, spirit yeah. away is like the intro to okay, anime right yeah yep. what would you say is the best intro to conspiracy okay Okay, so the JFK assassination is an inside job. I think because it's far, the, uh, far enough away, it happened so long ago that there's not emotions right now, mm-hmm. and I think you can take them mm-hmm. kind of through it, and that is it. And maybe nine eleven is after that. Loose change like that that movie. Yeah, type yeah, of yeah. I know stuff. the guy who did it, Jason Burmese. He's been on my show a bunch of times. It's you know, it's it makes it makes me laugh that anyone would ever believe that's the official story. But it is what it is. It makes wait, wait. It makes you laugh that people would believe just the nine eleven story that we were told. You mean? Yeah. Got it. Yeah. It's it, just alone. Just the the flying alone is impossible. Like every great anybody, if you, off the record, any great pilot would tell you what they did was impossible. Which makes me think it was a drone. Okay, and if you study this thing called... Um, you don't even think it was a commercial flight with people? No. Uh, if you look at uh, Operation Northwood, you look it up, your listeners, you'll see something back in the 60s to start a war with but Cuba. But what about the video? Video of what? Of the plane crashing into the building. Well, then they're planes, but they're not. They're drones. Got it. So you think just remote control? Yep. And if the... if if. Dude, you want the truth? Like the JFK assassination, when people look into it, mm-hmm. like JFK was John Wick. He was walking into a, a, a plaza, and everyone around him were, were assassins. Right. That was done on purpose. So people flew in to watch the assassination of JFK. It was an event for these elites. People knew about it. But, uh, yeah, but the 9-11 thing with the drones, yeah. if a drone could fly a commercial flight, if a, a drone pilot could, could make that maneuver, then wouldn't a real pilot no, would be able to as well? No, because it's a different plane. What do you mean? But they have video of the plane. Yeah, but it's not a commercial plane. Trust me, it's not. But what do you mean? They have a a video of a commercial plane. plane. It's not a commercial plane. So is a video fake? No, the the video's real. The plane you see is not a commercial plane. You're told it's a commercial plane, and you listen to it. It's not a commercial plane. Got it. So it's a smaller plane. It's a tiny, just tiny, and it's a remote controlled. That's my opinion. That's, yeah, of course. And then the question, Ari, is where's all the rubble? I don't know. I wasn't around then, so I can't but comment where, on where the But where? Where in the pictures? Where's the rubble? So most the likely building. they probably hit it with direct energy weapons. So there was bombs inside the building, a drone plane full of explosives, and— And what was the reason they did all that? For, to start the war? There was a Yeah, for sure. But there was a whole bunch of reasons. But yeah, to start the war, for sure. To drag us in. To drag us in to, uh, to, to attack— uh, I, well, Afghanistan wasn't about terrorism. It was about getting hold of the poppy fields, you know, and all the uh, opium. What about fields. the oil? Oil, yeah, oil's great, but I really do think oil's just a front. I mean, we export more oil than we import, so it's like it's all front. And you really want to get deep? There's some shit that's going on in the Middle East where it's like Israel, Iraq, all that area is Mesopotamia, which is the old Sumerian and there's fucking old knowledge there, dude. And they want to control that knowledge because that knowledge tells us where we're from. And knowledge is honestly power. Like, if, dude, if people knew what's really going on, it's so much more interesting than any. I don't know how people watch the news. It's so boring and it's, it's such bullshit. Like, this coronavirus is hilarious. It's oh, yeah. Hilarious. What's your thoughts on that? It's, it's, it's a little stronger than the common cold. Yeah, that's kind of the way it seems. Didn't and they say it killed less? Pe- it's killed less people than the flu. There's a joke that it, the coronavirus has killed less Americans than Hillary Clinton. That's. <laughs> but the truth is, dude, it's and it, if you really want to get deep into it, I think this is China and the neoliberals trying to tank the U.S. economy so that uh, Trump gets unelected. That's my honest opinion. Do you think there's a chance that Trump will be unelected? Because it, it seems it, like he's kind of. I think he's locked in, and like I don't think the DNC is doing anything to try to stop that. I think they're actually trying to even encourage it at this point. Why? Why would they do that? Because at the end of the day, there's no two parties. There's one party, and the party is money and greed. And 
they just take money from the fucking very powerful who, people. Uh, I don't know if you're comfortable talking about this. Who are you voting for in this next presidential election? Well, are you, are you voting? I, I didn't vote in the primary because yeah. I, I can't stand either party. Uh-huh. But if it's Joe Biden, I may actually vote for Trump just because I'm so fucking pissed off. So if off. it's Joe Biden, Trump, you're voting Trump. No, no. I didn't say I'm going to. I said oh. I might. I probably won't oh, vote for either one, yeah. and I'll just vote for some random what about third party it, What person? if it's Bernie versus Trump? Who would you pick? I probably won't vote. Got it. But I would like to see Bernie versus Trump just for the debates. That'd be a good debate, for right? Sure. Wouldn't that be great? Two people yeah. just going fucking at it. I think it would be great. But the, I mean, like people are like socialism. So I get it. I I don't want the government in my shit at all. Okay, including one payer. I know people want one payer healthcare, and I get why. But I, if you really think the government's going to make it better, go ask veterans how the VA is. It's bullshit. Right. What we need is it's free f- market. So or to fix the. Well, we have to limit broken system. Here's what we gotta do. We gotta get rid of patents on on fucking medicine. We gotta get rid of uh, unlimited profits, meaning you can't just jack the price up on something four hundred thousand percent. Right. There has to be a market cap, and don't tell me there isn't that because we have it on loans. Why wouldn't they loan you at a hundred percent interest? They can't. There's a cap on loans. Okay. And then we just gotta get rid of uh, a fee of entry, which is uh, you know these these doctors they go to they to take a test to become a doctors like hundreds of thousands of dollars would you ever run for political no. office i'm a liberal uh, dude liberals don't run for office we 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 do stuff on a local level we do fundraisers would you ever run for local Nope. Local office. No. I'd rather do, uh, I like to do what we're doing with Brody, doing a mental health, like, like fundraiser for mental health to help comedians. I do something mm-hmm. for the Armenian bone mail registry, uh, donor registry. Th- that's how I, I help. I, I, running for office is, has, I have no interest. You, yeah. It's just, it's no, no real liberal runs for office. It's just a fact. They, do, they help on the local level. Two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35. Yep, that means most of the men listening to this will go bald very soon. Luckily, there is a solution to this. It's called Keeps, and it will help you keep the hair you have at half the cost of your local pharmacy. You don't have to go broke to avoid going bald. Keeps offers generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there You've probably tried them before, but maybe you thought, ah, this is too expensive. It's not worth it. Well, guess what? You can afford it now with Keeps. Keeps offers a prescription shampoo to keep your scalp healthy too. Maybe you're not bald yet. You just noticed a little thinning. Well, Keeps treatment is really good at preventing further balding, reducing and stopping that hair loss. The sooner you start using Keeps, the more hair you'll save. So act fast. Are you ready to stop your hair loss and start getting confidence and getting chicks? Well, go to keeps.com slash unlicensed therapy to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash unlicensed therapy. K-E-E-P-S dot com. Or maybe you're a lady out there and you have a boyfriend or a husband and you're thinking, man, he's getting bald and he's getting ugly. You know what would be a great gift? Keeps. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash unlicensed therapy. Or just get it. Put it in the shower. Sneak in the shampoo. Don't even tell him. Put Keeps shampoo right there in the shower and just be like, honey, I got you new shampoo. It smells so good. Trick him into regrowing his hair. Sometimes that's the best way to do it. I'm kidding. Don't do that. It's probably illegal. But seriously, suggest it. Tell him you'd think it was hot if he used Keeps shampoo and use my special code so that you get a free month of it to try it out. All right, let's get back to the show. Thank you so much. I think people think I'm crazy. But no, people definitely think you're crazy. I'm trying to think of how you could make yourself because you're. I don't think you're crazy. Listen, dude. Listen. Chain dogs love to bark at the fucking wolf. Who I'm just runs thinking free, how okay? you can be equally passionate without appearing as crazy. Well, no, the only way you appear not crazy is to agree with the status quo. That's the only way. And yeah. it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. You know, it's just like there's these too many opportunists in this town trying to take advantage of fucking loopholes. Mm-hmm. You know, you got all these chicks crying about female comics. It's like, dude, just be funny. 
Taylor Tomlinson is a murderer amongst murderers. Like, I watched her at 19 years old walk up and light up a room. Yeah, she's great. She doesn't need any fucking affirmative action bullshit, okay? Female comics. Well, I think... Uh, I think she's great, by the way. I'm not hitting on, but being a, a female right now is definitely helpful. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, for sure. But, yeah, yeah. Th- but she's a killer. Yeah. There's some, like, fucking, uh, who else is, there's so many funny female, see, female comics are like white athletes. Mm-hmm. The ones that are good are great. There's just not as many of them. Agreed. Because of of the reason people are, men do it as a survival thing. It really is that. And that's why you tend to see the female Comics that are really funny tend to be a little different. A lot of them are lesbians. A lot of them aren't like traditional beauties. It's like it's like you you use comedy to fi- get attention. Now, do you when you book a lineup? Because yeah. you you book uh, comedy chaos. Yeah. Which, was that biweekly? Biweekly. You know, biweekly at the comedy store sells out. I would the main love it room. to be every week. Uh, every time, probably make uh, a lot of money from 20 it. Twenty bucks every good. show. 20, probably like yeah, I'm guessing eight thousand dollars a show. Okay, go on. So, when you book those lineups. Do you take diversity into account? I mean, you you do book diverse lineups. Let me start there. You book women yeah, and blacks yeah, yeah, and every, yeah, yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you do you have that thought where oh, I need a girl. I need to book another girl on the uh, show. Well, I mean, there is a little bit about that because I think it's good to have. But I mean, like the the, the I take funny over diverse. Sure. So. Uh, if a funny person who happens to fit a demographic not in a show is available, they can do show. Now, do you take someone who's uh, would sell it out over funny? There's three. Yeah, I mean, like, dude. I mean, no, whoa, whoa, stop, stop. Okay, nobody does it that's not funny. Sure. Ever. The truth of the matter is, I'm really just booking my friends. I've been most of these guys have been f- friends with 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. So it's friends, pretty much. The lineup are would just my boys. Would you book? There are particular uh, comics that are really Kim funny. Would you Kim Kardashian if she wanted to no. do it? No. There are comics. I'd I want to see that. I'd want to see Kim I don't. Kardashian. It does does me no good. Now, yeah. you're like, Sam, but you've had like someone like Michael Rappaport who's kind of into it. He's you know? funny. Yeah. Before the Ari shit, I thought he was fucking great, you know? Oh, interesting. I Yeah. And so, yeah, you're good friends with Ari Shafir. Yeah. I, I don't think you need to dox people. You got a problem with somebody, go talk to them. Right. Stay Doxing out of the- them, you put his girlfriend, his dog, his people who live by him in fucking danger. I agree. It's I agree. just it's like, like it's pussy shit. It's okay to not like what he did, but to yeah, publicly it's totally blast fine him to without be a, talking to him. No, to tell him. where he lives. Like, dude, they, like that's dangerous. And, dude, yeah. Michael Rapp, I like Michael Rappaport's comedy because he's a shit talker, mm-hmm. right? And he said some crazy ass shit. So it's going to blow back on him. Do you want somebody to do it to you? You got family. You got kids. It's like, yeah. and all these people are okay with Ari getting his, like, dude, if someone walked up and punched Ari, I'd probably be like, you know what? Probably good for him. Get a little chin check. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But anybody blowing up comedy clubs, there's people there that did nothing. Waitresses, managers, fucking bartenders. You want them to to fucking worry about their life? It makes no fucking sense. Yeah, yeah, I agree. If you want to walk and you want to shoot up people. I was I, I remember when that all was going down. What was that a month ago? It's yeah. crazy how time flies because now there's already like on to the next person who yeah. did something shitty or, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You remember but when the Asians' worst thing was uh, Shane Gillis doing bad jokes about him? Right, right. Now there, there was Shane Gillis and it was Ari. Now then it's then coronavirus. It was the, uh, little person in Australia who's going to kill himself. There's always like the next viral thing. But um, I was proud of you because you weren't defending what Ari did, but. You were defending your friendship. Com- and you Dude, were I defend comedy at all costs. And, and you, were spe- you weren't afraid to to say your mind, and I guess you never are. Well, dude, it's I have a cool. podcast that does really well, and nobody can tell me what to do. And therefore, and dude, you know, my, my comedy store show is probably, if not the best, one of the best at the store. When did you say to yourself, I... Well, I'm not going to hold back and I'm going to just say anything. It doesn't matter who's going to not book me from this. Because there had to have been a point in your career where you're like, I'm not going to say that because hopefully I'll get a Comedy Central thing one day. Well, I know. I mean, from the, that's why from my the career start. is why it is. I've always, like, people used to be like, you're just shot comics. Like, no, I just honestly believe I'll. I mean, the, the, 
the joke that kind of got me going in LA was this bit called stripper in a wheelchair. And I used to do this wheelchair, like a wheelchair person stripping, you know? So I've always been, I come from Vegas. The Vegas comedy scene back in the day was very like, um, edgy. Like it was started by Doug Stanhope and then me, you know, Joe Coy's from there. He was doing his own thing. He's blown up. He's doing like huge numbers, but it was pretty edgy for a very long time. And it was like, because it was this Island, you know, Vegas comedy was like So there was never a point where you were like, okay, fuck it. Now I'm really going to say everything. You've always been Always that said it. Got always it. said it. And then at some point I realized that, what are they going to do to me? Like, I'm OG at the comedy store. Some particular people don't like me there, Who? you know. I'm not going to get into huh. it, but it's just like water boys don't like me, you know. So uh, I am... Um, so, but I think I'm OG and, uh, you know, my show's really big there. So, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. I like, I'm always doing just my thing. They can't get, they can't call somebody to not, you know, make sure I don't get a role because I don't care about any of that. So why not go? And really at the end of the day, I only defend my friends. I defend mm-hmm. what I believe is true. You know, when they went after Le- Leslie Jones or Melissa Villasenor or, you know, when they went after Rogan recently. Wait, they went guys. after Leslie Jones and Melissa Villasenor? Well, they went after Melissa Villasenor. They did the same thing to her that they did to Shane Gillis. She just oh, made just some it. offensive tweet or yeah, something? Yeah, you know, she deleted, she got yeah. sent her live. She just started deleting tweets. And I think they tell you to do that yeah. so that they get, see... My whole thing about Saturday Night Live is they use this as publicity. They publicly flog somebody. If they make it to the show, they seem like they defended comedy. If they don't, they de- you know they defended being nice and that you're doing what's right. Sure. They did it to Melissa. They were like, all these black people, like, she deleted all this post. I'm like, yeah, she, because she's a race. I go, she's talking about banging black guys. I don't think vagina can be. I don't think a racist vagina can bang a black guy. Well, a dude, a dude can bang. I mean, there's tons of you know grand wizards who bang fucking Beyonce in a heartbeat. But I don't think that. So I defended her because she's one of the nicest. Oh, that would have been a cool move for Shane, huh? If he just got an Asian girlfriend right and after that. And just start banging him. No, yeah. even better, a trans Asian girlfriend. Yeah, if he just married a trans Asian girl he right when that was going she, down. Uh, yeah, got a lady boy. That is smart. Just uh, no, just had a video of him sucking on Lady Boy Dick, being like, "What do you mean? I love the Asian." Just put it out. It'll be I great. remember I uh, I sell these shirts for my Stop apartment bragging. show. Yeah, uh, Ari's apartment show T-shirts, and I got a porn star to model the shirt. So she would wear the shirt, and her vagina was hanging out, and it was just like a, a ridiculous promo, right? Do you're great at yeah, promos, dude. Just an insane promo. You're great. Thank you. So I put that out. And most people loved it, and they're yeah. like, "You're crazy. This yeah, is yeah, funny. Yeah. You're great." And a, thank you. And a couple girls said, "This is sexist and chauvinistic, and you're using the woman's body to promote." And As to they sell do things. it for themselves all right, the time. Right. Yeah, and of course, the girl saying this was like a hot girl who posts bikini pictures, pictures on herself. Instagram. It's just but like, yeah, ugh. she was saying all this shit, and in my head, I was like, I. This joke would have worked if I got a male with his dick out. Yeah. It would have been just as funny to me. So that's what I, was, I never actually ended These up doing it. These people are never going to yeah. buy tickets to your show. It's like I was telling the improv. It's like woke comedy is broke comedy, dude. Yeah. Nobody, these picture, these people bitching on the internet were never going to come to your club. Never. They, she had never been to my show. And she even said, that was one of her things, you're limiting your audience quite a bit. I'm like, you don't know anything about no. my audience. You don't know anything Listen, about comedy. Dude, you don't know what you're talking com- about. Stand-up comedy is the only form of art that does, and I use art loosely, mm-hmm. uh, is the only form of art that doesn't use the train wreck mentality of promotion, which is go big, go hard, apologize later. Later, you know, don't ask for forgiveness. Go the bigger the explosion, the more eyeballs on it. Yeah, I mean, look, even Ari Shafir's crazy tweet, which got vastly negative attention, his follower account went up. Yeah, dude, after- listen, Ari is an edgelord. Yeah, and sometimes you fall over the edge, <laughs> but he'll always be. That group will it's always funny, come edge, to you. Edgelord, I know what you meant, but it made me think of like edging in, in pornography. I don't know in, what that is. In sex. Edging is when Which you. Which is weird because I know your, everything. So edging is when you like bring yourself to a, where you're about to come. Yeah. But then you don't come. That and sounds like that. it's going to fuck you up. Well, but you, you do eventually come, but you keep edging yourself. So you're like, oh, I'm about to come. Well, you know you what stop. happens is over time, it just it makes it impossible for you to come. Edging does that? Yeah. Because the that. longer you do that, the longer you last. So right. if, like, say, you, you come too quick, jerk off a lot, and right before you're about to come, stop, then do it again, stop, and you'll make it so you go longer. But then don't you have to stop all the time? 
No, no, you're just naturally your body will do that, and you can oh, make yourself turned on by anything. Oh, I need to do that. Then. I you, come way too quick. Yeah, I didn't want to say anything, yeah. but uh, so, but you can make yourself come to anything. All you uh, be turned on by anything. You could turn your, um, you could be turned just on by, by training yourself. Just by, by like by right before your you orgasm, so like you look at this every time. Like right before you come, you just grab. Uh, you will start to associate that with jizz, and it will turn you on. So, are you saying you could make a gay person? I could make a gay person? Was yeah. that me? I mean, was that me? I okay. can make you take, a gay person. You take a straight person. Yeah. You take me. Yeah. And every time I'm about to come, yeah. you force me to look at naked but men. But I'm telling you that these these kids coming up are all bisexual because these kids have seen more dicks than their grandpa ever saw. By the age 21, 22, they've seen way more dicks than their grandpa ever saw who fought in the war, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, because, and that's why everyone's bisexual because they've been jerking off the porn so much that they fucking end up just seeing a bunch of dicks all the time. I do joke about I've it. I've been jerking off to straight porn, so dicks, Yeah, since I was... 12 years old dude, and I don't find men attractive dude, so that's I'm okay it's on the record I get it but I'm yeah. dude I've watched so much porn I, I, I'm fucking I've watched some weird shit dude and, and so are you I bisexual did, then I'm no but I, I just hey dude I, I'm pretty open minded to a lot of shit yeah a lot of shit okay uh-huh. you know it's like uh, but the only thing you know I've turned pornos off because I didn't like the guy's dick I did a joke about it you know, I want a nice BSR. Actually, that I can relate to. Ball yeah. shaft radius. There, there was this one dick that was like, I don't know if it was over circumcised or something. Yeah, but I, just yeah. like that's gross. It's ruining my shit. Yeah, but that does not because I want to. Well, you're looking for a, a, an attractive dick. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, something it's all right, that's dude. not gonna. You can be you, dude. Yeah. I've been weird shit, dude. I like weird but shit. But that doesn't make me bisexual. That just uh, makes yeah. it so I don't want a weird dick on my okay. screen. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. Do whatever makes you happy, brother. I'm also way down the line. I'm 47. You're 30, dude. So mm-hmm. you got like just fucking eons of porn. So to are go you through. saying my is my deviancy is gonna get worse Yo, or yeah. better? Way worse. I'm gonna become more of a deviant as yeah. I get older. Yeah, that's yeah. bad. Next thing you know, you'll be watching chicks get humped by dogs. It just gets weird. I saw those by mistake when I was a kid. Uh, do you ever download porn with LimeWire? No. I used to use LimeWire. Back in my day, like we'd Napster. have to go. When I was a kid, we'd have to go to like some shady adult bookstore and sure. find something. So you, know, so you skipped the LimeWire phase? No, I didn't skip it. I was too old for it. What do you mean? You still watch porn. But I was watching like Pornhub and shit. Was yeah, but no, before? but before Pornhub. Oh, yeah, then I skipped it. There, yeah. there was LimeWire, and it yeah. was like you downloaded, you could download music, movies, yeah. programs, all sorts of shit yeah. off LimeWire. Yeah. And you would download porn, but the shitty thing about downloading porn on LimeWire is there's no previews. There's no preview images. You're just going off a description. <laughs> so you download like a video of, you know, a white girl gets banged or blonde or whatever, but people would mistitle them. So you would download this porno that you think is sounds hot and then you would open it and it's a dog fucking a chick yeah that you didn't sign up you know you'd get yeah. and you didn't sign up for yeah yeah and then you'd always be ah damn it the leader of a horse oh, clean up that gay guy getting fucked by the horse and dying you know, yeah i do a like joke that. about that but that specifically yeah but imagine going to that well actually the whole joke is like first who uploads that Right, who, who, who's hey, like, dude? You, you got to put that on the internet. Gonna get money, right? And, yeah. and then you know, because two guys knew about it, the other uh, dude who survives, like, we can make cash off this. And the other <laughs> one is like, imagine going to that guy's fucking funeral. Everybody's crying from laughing so hard, right? <laughs> like, what do you say to his mother? He died doing what he loved. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, well, maybe they didn't have a funeral. I'm, I'm curious about that now, dude. <laughs> like, that would be a cool funeral. That'd be a cool show. Going to funerals of guys who just died in the weirdest ways. I, what what channel would you pitch that to? All things comedy. Okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah, I guess no like actual network would do that, huh? <laughs> Maybe you never know. Could you see? No, uh, I can't think of anyone that would. Bravo. No, they wouldn't do it. Dude, maybe, if you watch maybe Bravo they would do it lately, if Ellen so hosted bad. it. That'd be so funny. Yeah. Hi, welcome to Weird Funerals. Today we're talking to the guy who got fucked by a horse. <laughs> but let's dance with kids first. Beep, 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 beep. She's the worst. She's a cunt. Uh, what makes you say that? Because I've heard rumors. Nobody that age dances with kids like that. So you're saying it's inappropriate to dance with kids? I'm just saying like, behavior, a, only psychopaths mean? do that. Only at that um, age, making that much money, do you continue to do such I vapid mean, you bullshit. Have, you have twins. Like, don't you think they're cute? And wouldn't you want to dance with their friends? But I don't want anyone dancing with them. Got it. So you would you wouldn't let me dance with your twins? No. Just if I was like, hey, I let, let, you let me just take him for a dance. No. 
No way, dude. What's weird about that? No, I'm trying to train to them dance. to be lesbians. Just, I'm not saying anything they're sexual. They're going to be lesbians. There's nothing they're not going to be into about, you. There's nothing sexual about just taking, like, go. Why are we talking what about, sexual about my kids right now? What about now? when you're at they're a wedding? They're one month old today, dude. One month dude, old. What one about, month old. What about when you're at a wedding? Yeah. And you see a little kid and you take him to the dance floor and That's dance That's different. Them. Than the whole What's show different? where you're like, okay, let's bring out these kids. Let's all dance. Yeah. It's just a big wedding. No, it's, it's just stupid. a big wedding where you da- you're stupid. dancing with the kids. It's stupid. I mean, the I don't wedding watch is it. a celebration yeah. of life. Television is just fucking psyop fucking brainwashing Television bullshit. is just your podcast on TV. I disagree. That's all a talk show is. No, podcasts keep it real, dude. Yeah, it's a, it's a little more scripted and a little more contrived, but it's still similar. Be on the show, Ari. I don't care. What show? On Ellen, if you want. Go be on it. They're not gonna, they wouldn't have me. But Why wouldn't they, dude? Because even though I'm not as edgy as you, I'm not an edgelord. Uh, <laughs> I've said I've done edgy enough things to where Ellen wouldn't have me. But, do, but would you go back and change it if you could? Like, no. Aren't you, ex- no, I'm aren't happy you where I'm at. enjoying that you can make a career without anybody greenlighting you? I mean, I don't have a career, uh, these but yeah. Suits, I used to watch these suits now who work these major comedy networks, and they would just go on stage and bomb all the time. And now they're deciding what's funny. It's yeah, like it's crazy. comedy is the only it thing. It is crazy that a failed comedian then goes into Dude, the job. They, well, they, I know I've about seen comedy. this one guy that's been running comedy forever just eat dicks on stage. Yeah. And it's just like, God damn, you're guy. Now you're the guy that decides what's funny. It's gross. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Crazy. Comedy's the only place that happens. But someone's got to decide. It's got to be someone's job to decide what's funny. Yeah, but comedy's the only one who should it, decide. A comedian. A funny take a funny comedian. Yeah, they're yeah. They're the but funny comedians don't want that job. Some do. If you yeah. go, hey, dude, book this shit. Comics will book comics. Good. Yeah. Good comic, good, good, like imagine Joe Rogan booking a comedy show, and yeah. not that he would. He's so well, bu- he books his live shows. Yeah. Joe Rogan and Friends. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So it's like, it's just it's unbelievable. And like ba- for a while there, and it's changed, thank God. But like the comics and the industry looked exactly the same. They were just they were all booking people who look like them. Yeah, and there's a very famous. Uh, you mean when it was all straight white guys? When it was when it was just like the inter- I'd say er- like early like two thousand two thousands. You know when it was just. I feel uh, like I would have done better in that time. Probably there's yeah. a couple people I watch. I go, oh dude, if you were around fifteen years ago, you would've been huge. <laughs> well, that makes them sound dated. No, no, it's not yeah. that they're dated. It's just like that was in. they were what the industry would just push forward, and yeah. like, they're funny. Yeah. But now it's like, it's the beauty. It's like, I think having a big co- a podcast is so, it's like the ultimate it's the best sign. Thing you could have. It's the ultimate sign of whether you're funny or not. Yeah, yeah, it's the best How thing. How many times have we seen people get that were like TV or stars and then they get podcasts and nobody listens to them? Right. And it makes me laugh and they get very like, Ugh. but I think, hey, dude, <laughs> welcome to my life. Okay, before uh, we wrap this shit up, please. What? Uh, therapy can I give you? What help do you need in your life? I wanted to be like, how, how do how do do people think I'm crazy in a bad way? Um, some do. Do people think I'm I'm uh, funny? Some do. Some think I'm not. So yeah, you you I'd say you. Have you heard people going, Sam's not funny? Because yeah, I've heard some people say that. Isn't that weird? But I I've also heard that. some people say Sam's very funny, and yeah. I've also heard some people say Sam's crazy, and I've heard people go, No, Sam's not crazy. He just speaks his mind. So you get um you find the people. That you're supposed to find. Not yes. everyone, you're a, you're a polarizing figure. Not everyone's gonna love you, and there's nothing you can do about that, and there's nothing I can do about that for myself. So I, I don't know if that's advice, but just enjoy the ride. But, I mean, is that what you're you obviously not gonna like. Hey, if if someone said, "Hey, that joke isn't funny," you're not gonna stop doing it. Yeah, so of it course. doesn't matter. Of course, it doesn't matter that someone's saying that. Yeah, I'm with you, yeah. man. You solved my problems, dude. You got to have the another best show problem. ever. Any problem with the kids? Any problem with the lady? No problem with, family, with the kids. Family, money. No pro- like, dude, everything is great. I really can't. I, I, you've caught me at a place where I'm like, okay, this is going really good. Should I? Are should, you too busy? I am too busy, though. Maybe but, that's a but problem. But I'm going to tell you. I've kids, noticed at your last show, you know, you weren't paying attention to me. You bumped me. Like, what's going on, no, no, Sam? No, that wasn't your what's fault. What's going on That wasn't my you? fault. That was a particular Who's person what? put into the show's fault. No, not that his fault, but he was put in and I had... Listen, dude, the way this show goes, man, if that 10... I get it. He's famous. I'm is not. he? Is he? 
And he's the nicest guy. He this is, is not against he's him. He's more but, compared to me. He's famous. Yeah, but it's um, like people are acting like he's Kevin Hart. I'm like, what he's, are we funny, doing? He's, he's funny. He's funny. He's famous. But. No, but I was like, I was him. upset that night because I was like, oh, I could have just done the show got shitty right after he and it he was, went dude, it, it wasn't me, but it's like they forced somebody in the first show. Yeah. And I love him. He's funny. And if that second show starts too late, uh huh. I'm f- the whole show shit, and then these guys who are like big name dudes aren't gonna want to do it. So I had to take you guys towards the end. Yeah, and I hated doing it, but mm-hmm. it's like I have to get these dudes in and out. Yeah, that's it. All right, fair enough. Uh, dude, I think you're Ari. I think you're really funny. I think that Thank video you. that you did when you had all those cam models talking about how, <laughs> dude, it was the funniest shit ever. Thank you. That, you I gotta did, keep doing well, that. Well, that's the thing. I was. I have another idea for one, but I also I don't want to be that comic. You know what I mean? Like if I do too many of those, then it's right, like, right. But I'm, the I'm not saying you gotta have comic. fucking web candles, cams. Models finger blast themselves in your comedy, but that kind of like offbeat, like shit you don't see anybody else doing, that's what's gonna blow you up. Yeah. It's just like, dude, the internet is a great equalizer. Anybody not, I talk to people like, yeah, I'm just working on my stand up. I'm like, you're an idiot. Like you have to look at your internet. Oh yeah, with the every same time someone says that, stand up. Like, well, I just want to be a stand up. Okay, well, how many people are just stand ups too? Jim Gaffigan and Brian Regan. I think like it's like Sebastian. That's I think it. the last person just to blow up of a stand up was probably either Jim Jeffries or Ari Shafir. Ali Wong. No, but she writes. Yeah. She was writing on she a bunch of movies shit. and stuff now, but she I would say she got Yeah, I mean, big are we talking like she didn't well, I mean like everybody has a different story. If you're a plug and play person, it's much easier. Like, you know who Ali Wong is. You can plug her into whatever role you need. Yeah. You know, I learned that very early that I wasn't that guy. You know? I, like, they, I, I get sent I would like to see you act in a dramatic short film. Just to see what happens. Like, you just... I have no desire to serious, act. I really I don't. Just, but just for fun, you trying to be a serious, dramatic dad where something bad happens to you or something like that. I don't know. It would just be... Be so out of character. You know, so for funny. You. I was It'd thinking about calling watch. my next because I have I have all the super edgy shit mm-hmm. that I just want to put out, and then I have all this dad stuff I'm working on that I think I'm going to shoot. Where back home, I want to call it ba- a bad dad. No, upstate New York. Upstate New York. Okay. You know, I don't know. I have a couple. I want to do a. I want to do a special dedicated to my father. I want to do a special dedicated to my mother, and then go on from there. You know, so I think I'm gonna do one here. So a dad special and a mother special. What do well, you mean? I want one to or be just co- two specials. I want to be dedicated. called Son of Sam, which is my father's name, and then have one called his Six name of- Sam or Son of Sam. My dad's name is Sam. Sam, okay. And I am Sam, and I'm the son of what my you- father. Oh yeah, what's with your kids' names? I wanted to talk uh, what, to you about Ghost that. Ghost and Ninja. Yeah. Uh, you know, do they have they have full real names? I just don't put those out on the internet. Oh, got it. Okay, that's so good to know. So those names are like those are one not of the their, real names. Well, they're, no, they're they're middle names. They're middle names. Yeah, yeah. but they have normal first names that first you just don't and want. Middle na- they have four names each. Got it. So they have normal names yeah. that they'll probably introduce themselves to their kids and to their classmates. Yeah, you just don't want that public. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, I thought people. I don't think most people know that. Uh, well, who cares? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Who gives? People get so angry. It's like, why does it bother you, dude? Well, it's not that they're angry. It's just like, I feel like if you grew up introducing yourself as ninja, that would affect you in some yeah, way. Dude, I don't know how. Think about their life, who their yeah. dad's going to be, assuming I don't die right now. You know, yeah. They're going to be brought up in a bizarro art world. Dude, yeah. dude, I'm cranking Bach when I'm at home. I'm reading like pineal gland and like fucking Hindu books to them. Right now, like they're starting off at weird, yeah. and they're going to be one dude with the name Ghost Ninja. What's the word? They be best. I don't know. I don't know. Hunter, I'm not worst famous I'm not a, DJ. I'm right? not a psych- psychiatrist or a psychologist, whoever studies those things. But I remember hearing it. I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember it fully, so I'm going to butcher whatever I'm about to say. But I remember hearing a study where they named a kid yes, and they named a kid no as an experiment. They were brothers, siblings. And the yes kid went on to be like successful, and the kid named no, of course, went on to be a loser. Yeah, of course. I yeah. mean, first of all, what parent allows so that to happen? So names do make a difference. Oh, is all I'm saying. I, that pisses me off. Ghost yeah. Ninja are badass, and there will come a time where they appreciate that name. 
Maybe. <laughs> Ghost and Ninja's wonderful, dude. It could be. I'm going to get tattoos. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just don't know. It's almost Ninja. like this is another experiment. No, it's Name not an experiment. Ghost Ninja. It's a little bit of an experiment. No, it's not. There's oh, yeah, no they experiment. have real names. You're right. If yeah. they don't want to be known right, that, right. they'll never say it. Yeah, I yeah. guarantee you at a certain age, they will start telling people that's their name. Yeah, once they're old enough to be like, it's, an, it's the nickname. Yeah, when they start banging rappers, that will be their <laughs> fucking names. Uh, okay. Well... Anything else you want to say to the world? No, dude. I appreciate you, Ari. I thanks think you're a having, great talent. Thanks, thanks for coming on the podcast. Anytime. We'll do it again. As soon as you uh, you want me on, we'll do it again. I love your studio. God bless you. And I love that your equipment makes me look grayer than I even am. Uh, I appreciate no, no, it's that. No, no, blue. You look great. Oh, thank you, dude. Uh, and uh, young, come young down. And Listen, dude, I overbooked the Brody thing, but I'd like to. I owe you one. I'll get you up early. On the Brody thing yeah. or a different thing? Brody thing. Brody thing. Okay, cool. And, and I got to make your three-minute video. What? I got to make your three-minute video. Just some, like some that people just love and yeah, just, just like Yeah, just a happy Brody yeah, three-minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three Do you minutes think it's of Brody. weird that I'm doing this show? It's not weird. There's just – it's weird. It's not – this isn't your fault, but it's weird that there's like four different people – Maybe it's a cool thing. Maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it shows how great Brody was. But it's weird that there's like four different people spearheading Brody events and Brody things. Well, you know, it's just like I, I was approached by the other one to be like, hey, you want to work together? And I was like, yeah. And then they never hit me up. And they, to the point they didn't even ask me to do it, which I'm fine. I don't want to do multiple shows. I just want something right. of Brody to yeah. go on and help the mental fun Totally. Thing. Yeah, I think luckily they're all positive people who are – I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. It's just kind of str- strange to me, but I think it's uh, it's cool. I uh, you know, I mean, like I want I, I have plans to expand it as well down line. But I appreciate you having me on, brother. Thanks for doing it. Bye. God bless you. Do you believe in God? I'm spiritual. Yeah. You're listening to you listening to unlicensed 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 therapy with Ari Manis. Ari Manis.